Hey guys, you're listening to the Creative Champs podcast. I'm your host, Kim May, a digital content producer, creative coach, and visual artist, helping kickstart your creative careers and stay sane doing it. Now, in this episode, I will be giving you the lowdown on how to up your game as a designer. So how to up your game? Like how? How do you take it from one level to the next level? If you haven't already, strategy. Strategy is your friend. Strategy is your bestie. It's your BFF. It's your lover. You need to implement strategy into your design process. So we're going to run through the steps on how you can do that and and things you can look at to include that as part of your process, right? So strategy is, it looks like you thinking about how you can help the client meet their business goals and look good doing it. Like how you can use aesthetics, how you can marry color and typography to uh, with their with their with their goals and and how they want to or the direction they want to take their business in right so how can you help them do that through design that's essentially what strategy aims to do right so in order to do this you need to first find out what the client's short and long-term goals are so you can do this by having a conversation with them you know when you first start the project have a an in-depth conversation about what they what they where do they see their business in the in the next five years like where do they want it to go why have they hired you to produce something like what are they aiming for you need to find out what that looks like and also find out what they've tried before and what maybe hasn't worked so then you know what not to improve as part of your process you know what to stay away from and what not to suggest Right. So have a conversation with them and keep that line of communication flowing throughout the entirety of the project, as I'm sure you you you'd all do anyway. But just to make sure that the goal is never lost uh, and that's always kept in sight. Number two would be to look at current trends and forecasts. So what kind of styles are predicted to make headway? Like what kind of looks and prints and colors and things and uh, and, and bubble writing and I don't know mono 3D and because you know there was a point where it was all about block colors and there was a point where it's all about animal prints and so find out what that looks like in your field and how can you tie these in with your design solutions do they fit do they are they fit for purpose will they help the client meet those goals that you discussed in the initial conversation number three Look at the psychology of colour. Now, colours are very important because different colours mean different things. Different emotions, different moods are attached. So you really have to think about the use of colour. You might find that the client you're working with already has their colours set in, in place. And you might discover through your research that, well, I know you've asked me to work with these colours, but maybe have you considered approaching you know just come with them come to them with the with the angle that you've you've done your research on the colors and the emotions and things and sometimes I'm trying to word this in a way that makes sense um sometimes the choice of colors can be what makes or breaks a business and it sounds really like crazy and fickle but it's true so if you find that the client that you're working with maybe hasn't had success or you know it could be for a bunch of reasons but if you identify that the the choice of colors maybe doesn't marry with their goals 
you can suggest this to them and, and present alternative solutions so you can implement this as well. Um, and if you go on Pinterest, for example, there's so many examples of color theory and uh, articles on there about the different meanings and the different things they represent. So strongly, strongly suggest you take a look at that when when you're creating your, your mood boards and your your uh, initial sketches. And number four, look at your typefaces and lettering in more detail. So again, thinking about readability, scalability, thinking about how this will connect with their, their audience and help them meet their goals. Because, you know, you might say, oh, th well, this font looks nice. Let me just use that. And it, you might, it might look nice to you but it might not look nice to everybody else. Uh, it might not be scalable. It might look terrible on different uh, platforms. It might just not translate well. It might spell out something altogether, like altogether different. For example, Comic Sans, right? Oh my God, I hate Comic Sans. I think everybody hates Comic Sans, right? But I work in the education sector, right? That's my other hustle. <laughs> They use Comic Sans everywhere. And I'm like, why are you doing this? Uh, Comic Sans is the font of choice because it's one of the easiest to communicate messages to the children with. Um, so I said, like, okay, all right. Uh, you can accept that, even though it looks terrible, but it suits the purpose for which they use it for. So that's what you have to think about. What's the purpose that the what's the purpose of the font and why is it being used what is it being used to communicate and think about that and with scalability if you reduce the size or you increase the size how does it look how does it translate on screen think about that as well number five would be to include mood boards so collect research put them on mood boards now i don't know about you guys but back when i was in uni right i was notorious for this like they used to always say, oh, we want to see your concepts. We want to see your sketches and where these ideas came from. And I would always say to them, I don't know. Like it just came out of my head. I don't know what to tell you. Like I didn't know about strategy back then. I didn't know that I was supposed to be thinking about uh, market research and connections and psychology. I, I didn't know. I didn't know that. I was just picking out what I thought looked nice or just doing whatever popped into my head. And I always used to get really rubbish marks rubbish marks because I could never evidence what I was thinking. I could never provide evidence. I could never um, like explain where things came from. I just did it. And they were like, nope, that's not good enough. And I mean, if you work in this way, that's completely, uh, I guess it's fine, but you want to be able to demonstrate to the client that you, where your ideas came from and why you've made those decisions. Like, why have you decided to use those colors or why have you decided to use this typography you know where was the inspiration from so just collect research or collect inspirational uh, images that will help you and use this yeah uh, use this to brainstorm ideas and information that directly relates to the project need um, we're in the last two tips now so number six would be to give yourself a routine so how do you go about completing projects like do you have a routine do you just switch on and then go and then switch off or you know give yourself working hours um, and a switch off time and honor that switch off time just to maximize productivity when you're on because if you're constantly on all the time you're you're not giving yourself a break and you're not going to be able to produce the best results if you're not the best of yourself 
Yeah, so give yourself a break. Have a Kit Kat. Yeah, just take some time out and then get back into things when it's working hours. Hmm? Uh, And number seven, recognize the value that you have to add. The creative industry is the fastest growing industry in the world, right? Just deep that for a moment, in the world. And it contributes so much to the economy, right? So if you're out here charging, what, 50 quid for a logo, I'm begging you, please stop. Please stop and recognise the value in what you're doing. All you need to do is take a step outside and look around you and you'll see how much of an impact art and design both have on the world and our daily lives as we know it. If we were to take away design, take away art, what on earth would we have left? Sweet FA, that's what. Nothing. It'd be grey. Rocks. Rocks outside. We'd play rocks. Like, we wouldn't even have any clothes on. Like, I mean... (laughs) You know, you're affecting positive change with what you do. Use this as ammo to move forward and upward and become stronger and stronger as a designer, as a creator, as in anything, as a creative business owner, whatever it is you want to do, understand the value that you have to add. That's all we've got time for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. If there's anything you'd like to be covered on the Champs podcast, you can either drop a DM on Insta at creative.champs or an email to hi at creativechamps.com. Take care. See you next week.